T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Embiid, Harden, driving, floating, and hitting! The lead back to six! Clap your hands, Sixers fans! Your boys have won five in a row. Youth was served for about two and a half quarters, and then things righted back up again. Well, there you go. Uh, Kate Scott, who actually will be with us later in the show, and Allah Abdel Nabi talking uh, last night after the game as the Sixers come back from oof, a huge early game deficit. They don't even show up in the first half. And then they come back and win the game 125 to 119. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday morning in the Delaware Valley. I'm Glenn Macnow, along with my pal Ray Dinger. Ray, mm-hmm. we're basketball guys. <laughs> we are now. Huh? <laughs> we are now. Who isn't? I mean, everybody in town's really excited, and you should be. They've got a fun team to watch and a team that, uh, by any objective measure, really has a chance to make some noise in the postseason, I think. I, I don't think that's dreaming to talk about that. 4-0 and now with James Harden, and, you know, people said, well, you know, your first game was against Minnesota, which, by the way, it's not a bad team. Not a terrible Minnesota's team. Minnesota's going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to make the playoffs out there in the West. Oh, they will. They're above 500 and beat them on the road in the first game, and then you play the Knicks back-to-back, and, yeah, the Knicks are pretty lousy, but Cleveland, Cleveland is a good team, and Cleveland came in here with a lot of energy, and I think that they uh, they were going to win the there's there's a lot we're going to discuss with this. By the way, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. But um, one of the aspects of it that's that's really um, impressive is you get the sense that the Sixers lineup can just wear you down. You don't want to spot the other team points in every game, right? But they kind of have. But eventually they will wear you down. They put. Minnesota and New York in big-time foul trouble, as I recall. Right. Uh, that didn't happen so much yesterday. But, I mean, I guess at the end of the first quarter, what was the score at the end of the first quarter? It was, it was, it was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. 43 yeah, 40, to 30. 43-30. Yeah, it was like 40 to 18 or something at one point. And you got the feeling like, uh, okay. But as soon as they started to come back, I felt, okay, they're going to be great. It is, be a little, it is a little alarming when you get to halftime and the other team has 71 points. Yeah. That's, that's a little alarming. Yeah, they're going to have to learn to play some defense. They will. I mean, and we knew, you know, James Harden brings a lot to the table, but defense is <laughs> no defense isn't one of them. No. So you know, and you saw early. I mean, Cleveland came. Cleveland came out hot. I mean, they were hot, but the but the but the Sixers were giving them an awful lot of easy baskets. They they had a lot of easy paths to the hoop uh, in that first half, especially the first quarter. I think they I think they hit their first nine shots, and. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to play 
they're going to have to play. They don't play much defense in the NBA in the regular season, but in the postseason they do, and they're going to have to get better at that. Yeah, they're going to have to get better at that. One of the things that you've really seen uh, over these four games is the amazing emergence of Tyrese Maxey, mm-hmm. who was a nice second-year player to begin with. By the way, give Daryl Morey some credit. Found him with the 21st pick of the draft. And made the Harden trade without giving him up. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the longest time in all the discussions, whenever people were proposing, and it went on for weeks, if not months, the, the Harden trade, every proposed package that you saw of what the Sixers would have to give up to get Harden, they all included Tyrese Maxey. They all included Tyrese Maxey. And I, to be honest with you, as much as I wanted to see Harden come here because I thought it was the right move, I really felt bad. I thought, I, I got to hate giving up Maxey because I think he really is a star on the rise. And... So for Morey to make the trade and keep Maxi, I thought was, <laughs> I mean that was the cherry on top of the on top of the Sunday right there. It was now now you've got real three really explosive offensive elements in your team. Yeah, and it pays off last night because Embiid was uh, not spectacular yesterday. Was kind of missing some shots. Uh, James Harden got in early foul trouble, which kept him off the floor a lot. Um, and you needed somebody, particularly in that second half, and my God, Ray, the explosiveness of this kid is really something. The speed, now that he's off the ball, and we've talked about this, now that he's off the ball, the explosiveness is is amazing. Yes, and the shooting. That's the thing. I mean, he's he's become um, a really good shooter from distance now. I mean, he was a guy that could, last year he had great speed, he could take it to the basket, he could create his own shot, he could shoot off the dribble, he could do all that stuff, but he wasn't really a threat from three-point. You saw last night that he was. Yeah. I mean, he hit five out of six from three-point, and the one that he missed was in and out. The one he was in, it looked like it should have gone in and bounced out. So, yeah, last year he, last year he shot uh, 30% from three. This year he's shooting 40% from three. So you know what that shows, Glenn? It's interesting. Yeah, I know what it shows. If if you work at it, yes, you <laughs> might get better at it. How about that? Yes, and so what are you trying to say, right? Uh, I'm suggesting that there's a lesson there for uh, the young man from Australia if he cares to pay attention. I don't think he, he's he's too busy trying to figure out what's going on with his back. Can Tyrese Maxey? I uh, I know this is always a dangerous exercise to do based on a handful of games. You know, last year and and this year, but. We thought that um, we, we thought w- w- that the Sixers might need that third star, right? You always need that third star mm-hmm. uh, to to make a team in the NBA be that good. That that's what the NBA is about. You need three guys, and uh, it's not going to be Tobias Harris, right? And it wouldn't appear that way. Okay, so. You have Embiid as a certified star. You have Harden as a certified star. I mean, these are two guys who will be in the Hall of Fame one day. Can Maxi emerge as that third guy? You know, you go back to the 82-83 Sixers and what they were about. Can Maxi be, well, I don't want to say can he be Andrew Tony because they're all different players. But yes. Can he, but can he be that third guy, make an all-star team or two, not, not become one of the top 20 players in the league, but a guy who during his career make a couple all-star games Maybe have a twenty-point year down the road. Yeah, I think it's, I think that's I, I think that's possible. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's uh, dreaming. Um, it's funny when I was on with uh, Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie on Wednesday, um, we, a caller called up and and was comparing Maxi to Andrew Tony, and I said I said yeah, pump the brakes on that one. You know, I I mean I I really like this kid. Uh, yeah, and I think we're. 
I think you're really starting to see him emerge from being a good player to being a real good player. Um, but we know what Andrew Tony was, and we know what he contributed to the championship. So I'm not ready to make that comparison. Plus, they're different. Andrew was bigger. Yeah, I know. Andrew was bigger and more physical than this kid. Yeah, yeah. And 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 certainly Andrew had proven over time that he was a great shooter from distance. It could be we're seeing that Maxie might be getting there, but he's not there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, best caller of the day today wins a $50 gift card to Scheib Sports, where there's a story in every stitch. Visit them in their center city, in Center City or at ScheibSports.com. Uh, so we always look to give away that $50 gift certificate. It impressed me yesterday because Cleveland came in wanting to win, right? The NBA has so many games, road games, that often a team, as as – Doc Rivers says, scheduled loss. And it wasn't for Cleveland. They came in wanting to win. They played hard. Uh, and the Sixers, after that terrible defensive effort at the beginning, really got it together, got their fourth straight win. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm really impressed with this team and, and really enjoying this team. Yeah, in the second half, when they, they obviously had halftime, and Maxie said it in his postgame interview, was at halftime all we talked about was the defense. We got to come out. We got to play defense. We got to get some stops. We can't let this team score every possession. And so that was that was what they talked about in the locker room. And they came out in the second half and they played much better defense. I mean, the second half, what did Cleveland get forty eight points? I mean, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, they and a lot of stops. The Sixers tightened up the defensive pressure and it made a difference. They can play defense when they want to, and in the playoffs they're going to have to if they want to win. Yeah, and they're also going to have to figure out how to. Uh... How to play against the zone, which still is a problem for them. But yes. They're going to have to figure that out. But you put Maxie and, and uh, Harden in the backcourt and beat up front. There's, I don't know that any defense is going to stop that in the long run. Tonight, Miami, uh, Eastern Conference leading team. Then they go play third-seeded Chicago Monday night. And then they come home Thursday to play the Nets. It's a big week, man. Yeah, this will be uh, – this is the stretch that's going to tell you a little bit more about the team. Um well, we knew that, and last night was the was the first was the first step down that road. You know, Cleveland's good. I mean, they're they're legit, and they came in, and as you said, they came in. They wanted to make a statement of their own, and for a half they did. But the Sixers came back and got the better of them. This is going to be a real test. I mean, you play that game, which I mean, you had to play it hard for forty eight minutes to win it, and then you got to hop on a plane and fly down to Miami and play a really good yeah. Miami team. Miami's won forty two games this year. They're twenty yep. games over five hundred. So yeah. this. Yeah, this this is one of those games where the schedule certainly isn't doing the Sixers any favor. But you know, let's see how they handle it. Yeah, I mean, Miami's they know they, rested, they know yeah. the challenge. I mean, yep. they know it's in front of them. Let's see how they handle it. Two on five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll grab a call or two here. Dennis in Springfield starts us. Dennis, I hear you went to your first game in a long time last night. Yeah, and uh, b- before and before I get to my uh, Maxi Simmons trade trade point, I went last night. It's probably the first live event I went to in maybe five years with, with COVID and all the other stuff and all. And two observations were: first of all, it's incredible what they do down there. I mean, that it is so much fun. I'm yeah. 63 years old, and I had a blast. And my other observation is the amount of young kids in the stands is incredible. I mean, there are kids all over the place. When you say and, kids, and I, you mean children kids or you mean like I, I, I 18 mean to 25 like under, kids? No, no, I mean like under 15. Yeah. Oh, they're listen, they are doing a great job right now of bringing in the next generation. And if I'm going to just throw in a slight parenthetical sidebar, Ray, as opposed to another franchise currently playing. Yeah, we'll get to them later. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was like comparing it to baseball. And these, oh, well, that if, too. If, these kids, if, the, if these kids are going to Sixers games, there's no way they want to go to a baseball game. 
and sit there and be bored to tears for three hours. Yeah, but you know it's also always about when your team is good. If you That's went to the true. Phillies games between 2007 and 2011, it was, it was a pretty damn good show. Now, as, as far as Maxi goes, and uh, I, I, I've been listening to a lot of the trade talk and a lot of the trade discussion, and, and it seems like the national media is tripping all over themselves to praise Ben Simmons' defense and court awareness. Well, you know what? I'll take what Maxi brings seven days out of seven, as opposed to Ben Simmons holding a guy who may score 25 and holding him to 16 and, and, and being able to see the court. That kid, Maxi, he plays with such joy and enthusiasm and talent. I mean, he's really, really good. You, you, you insert him, remove Simmons, to me, that's a major plus. I don't see how the Sixers Hold on. can Let even me... be thought of losing that trade. Le- Ray, uh, you uh, you in the mood to defend Ben Simmons on any level? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I th- no. I think I, I think you know, I think he makes a really good point. You know, it's uh, Maxi is uh, Maxi is a fun player to watch, and I've said all along. I it amazes me that that Simmons still has people out there that that talk about him like he's some kind of superstar. It's I I just don't see it. You know, I, I just don't see that he does the things that win you championships. I just, you know, okay, he can play defense, fine. But, you know, I mean, he can't – we all know he can't shoot. And, you know, and you got Harden to distribute the ball, and Harden sees the court as well as, as well as Simmons does. So, I mean, this whole idea that Simmons is, you know, is this enormous – I hate the term – generational talent. I mean, oh, that was it, man. That was it. Well, we've certainly left that in the rearview <laughs> mirror. But, I mean, I don't, I don't even think he's a particularly good player. I really don't. You know, all those kids down at the game that he references and people a lot older than that, to me, if I, if I could buy stock in something, I would buy stock in maxi number zero jerseys. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think number zero is a cool number to wear. Yeah. I do. It's it's. I, I don't know if he's got a story behind it. Often guys do. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Uh, but I think zero I'm is sure cool. he, I'm sure he asked for it. Yes, I'm sure I don't asked, think they just they didn't, they didn't just hand them. Hey, that welcome one. to the team. You're the first round pick. Here's number zero. Right. So there's there's got to be a story behind it. I would like to know. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's that's the to me that's the jersey to get. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the me, number, they're selling a few number ones right now. Yes, they are. And it's <laughs> number twenty-one still always. I'm seeing. I'm actually. It's amazing. I mean, Harden hasn't been here this long, but I was in. I was walking around Center City the other day. I can't tell you how many people in Harden jerseys already is that right? are wearing them in Center wow. City. Yeah. Hey, people are really ready to win. Yeah, they are. You know, the people who hung with this franchise through all those horrible years, and I'm certainly not don't want to relitigate the process, but I always appreciated the fans who kind of hung in, hung in, hung in. Um, and it's been it's been uh, 40, 39 years since the Sixers won a title which means that most of our listeners were not alive when the Sixers, or certainly have no memory of the Sixers winning a title. Mm-hmm. They're due. Yeah. Do we work on the other team at this point, too? Um, no, that's later. We're gonna, we'll get to them later. Okay. Lee. Even, even, our, even our coach is fed up with them. Yeah, well. Right, have you seen, did you see yes. his press conference after Thursday's game? Yeah, join the club. Yeah. Lee, you're on with uh, Ray and Glenn. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Lee. Uh, so I was at the game yesterday, too, uh, like Dennis was. Uh-huh. And like like he said, Maxi just plays. He's just so happy on the court all the time, and it just radiates like a good energy on the floor. And like he said, all the young fans there like that. Like I'm only 18 years old, and I had some of the most fun I've had at a Philly sports event in a long time. And um, 
when yeah. they were down by 20, I, re- I really wasn't nervous because we were shooting over 50% when we were down by 20 points. Yes. The Sixers finished the first half shooting 55%. That was the good news. I think the bad news is that Cleveland was at what, 63%? Right. Yeah, they were they were at something out yeah. of this world. But, yeah. um, yeah, people were talking about how um, the national media really is giving the Nets a lot of credit for I don't really know what. they Simmons hasn't played. He's making headlines about how he can't dunk. And the guy that we got to keep is averaging 27 points since Harden's gotten here. So, I mean, Lee, here's what I think that is. Because you mentioned that, and the previous caller, Dennis, mentioned that. And here's what I think that is. And, and Ray, I know, will back me up on this. Ray, when, when people say national media now, they sometimes, and, and please, Lee, I'm not, I'm not taking a shot at you, but this is what yeah, I think. No, okay. No that's okay. People look at the national media, and what they're looking at is the blabbering, yammering ninnies who are on the ESPN, Fox Sports Network, those national talk shows right. who yeah. have to have a take. Mm-hmm. And the take can't be, wow, this looks like a good trade for the Sixers. The take has to be, I'm going to say something that's going to draw me a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Right? It's right. the Skip yeah. Bayless school of being a jackass. Sure. That's and, that, and that's what I think it is. I think if you surveyed 100 national media people who know basketball, you'd find five with that opinion. But they're the loudest voices. Yeah, that, that's true. But anyway, I, I was really trying to drive home the point. Maxie's just such a fun guy to watch. Some of the shots he was making, even under the basket yesterday, were unbelievable. Oh, yeah. He really is. Oh, yeah. Fan favorite. He and, and deservedly so. So much energy, speed. Love him. Just love him. All right, I, we're gonna we're gonna stick with that, but I want to work in football uh, today. You and I tomorrow, Ray. We're gonna do the Ray Dinger draft preview feature every week, and tomorrow you're gonna feature, I believe, combine heroes or yes, combine yeah. frauds or whatever yes. you want to call them. Yes, yeah, the, the um, you know the the mystery of the combine is the is the, why you know and why do scouts and talent evaluators continue to continue to f- get fooled by Guys in cheese urchin shorts. Okay, you know, it's going to touch on the Kenny Pickett doll hands issue. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, yeah, he, he he did not measure nine inches across, so that's oh, a big problem. It's it, it, so I'm told. Yeah. Okay, so, but I do want to I want to work this in, and well, and everybody who's on hold the Sixers don't go anywhere because we're really going to get to you. I want, but I want to make this a a two pronged show. Um, much was made of Nick this week, and I I don't know if you discussed this when you were on earlier in the week. I didn't hear you, but. The mini free throw setup that he brought and how when the Eagles interviewed some of the kids at the Combine, they had to do like a free throw shooting contest against the coach. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Okay. Um, and I'm okay with it because if nothing else to me, it provides a little bit of a change of pace for these 22-year-olds. They're giving the same interview Again and again and again, and sitting down at a table with this GM and this coach and this club president, being asked the same questions. To me, if Nick just says, you know, I'm going to shake it up and move them out of that element into something else, I'm good with that. What okay. do you think? What's okay. your take? Um, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's to me, it, it strikes me as a little goofy. But you know, I mean, if that's if well, that's, we got goofy. If that's going to be his, if that's going to be his mo, all right. You know, uh, what I don't like is, I mean, if if you're just doing it to change it up and have a little fun with the guy, okay. Um, but I heard Nick in his press conference when he talked about it, saying, "I want to see how competitive they are." Come on, I mean, really? 
I mean, playing, playing, throwing a Nerf ball, you're going to learn how competitive a football player is. You know, I, I will always say this. I'll continue to say this <laughs> until, uh, until I stop doing this job. But the answer, all the answers that really matter, you find them on the tape. You find out how competitive a guy is by putting the tape on and watching him play. You're not, not by shooting free throws with a Nerf ball. I mean, that's, if you would just want to have a little fun with the guy and lighten the mood, and that, that's fine. But don't try and sell that to me as that's a way you're going to find yeah, a really competitive. Yeah, and I heard him say that, and I don't buy it either. I mean, I, I, I hope that's not what he believes. I hope what he believes is I just want to f- loosen this kid up and find out about him. Does he fit our culture? Is he, is he a guy who would, would do well here? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm sure the Eagles ha- sit down with you know how he how he's not playing Nerf ball with him, right? How he's not putting a sweatband over his forehead and putting on the high tops and running around. We we don't know that. Well, I'm hoping Howie just has that standard interview, and then Nick takes him to a different setting and just looks at it differently. And to me, that's that's a good thing. How he, I, how he's going to come out in the uh, in the Will Farrell outfit with the headband <laughs> and the short and the little short shorts? Oh, I want I, I want to see that perspiring heavily. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> The, the Will Farrell semi-pro look? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that's going on. The combine is going on. And in 11 days, Ray, it's the new NFL season, which is going to be very exciting because it's going to be free agency and we're going to have a lot more draft talk and stuff's going to happen. Sounds like Amari Cooper's going to be out in Dallas. Aaron Rod- By the way, is there a, a bigger attention whore in this country right now than Aaron Rodgers? No, I, I put him right at the top of my list. Right, clutching for more attention. Rumors has it that Washington is pursuing both Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I think, first of all, I don't think Russell Wilson would have any interest in going to Washington. You wouldn't think so. And second of all, I think that a team with an owner accused of sex improprieties going for Deshaun Watson would be about as bad a PR move as you can make. Yeah, I mean, with everything that's been said about the Washington organization and what a terrible – you know, what a terrible climate it's been and toxic environment and a lot of it having to do with sexual harassment. They can't. They, they can't. I know they've been pretty clueless in the area of public relations, but they can't very well pursue Deshaun Watson. Right. So I just want to put that in. So you can call about uh, Sixers basketball. You can talk about uh, the Eagles in the NFL or anything else. Just one other thing before the, we go to the break. And everybody on hold, stick there. We're going to get you. Uh, a lot of new stuff going on with you. That uh, I want to I want to mention first of all very exciting March 18th and I know that we've mentioned this but I want to pump it up a little bit at Harris AC at Harris Inn Atlantic City Ray Dinger is going to be this year's winner of the Francis Reds Bagnell Award from the Maxwell Club what is that award specifically Ray It's one of those sort of um, contributions to the game of contributions to the game of football kind of award. Um, you know, lifetime achievement kind of thing. They're nice. Irving Thalberg kind of thing. If they yeah, out of the sure. I guess that's the I guess that's the football equivalent. <laughs> it's basically they're basically telling you you've been around a long time. Uh, I think they're telling you you've been around a long time and you've done amazing work. So that that is great. I'm I'm really looking forward to being there myself. Uh, other winners that night, by the way, Jonathan Taylor gets the Burt Bell Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, is the coach of the year. Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback, is the college player of the year. I don't know, offense player of the year. Jordan Davis of uh, George is the defensive player He's of getting the, the year. He's getting the Eric Award, right. But all of those, my friend, will pale in comparison <laughs> to the standing ovation that is heard, oh, all the way across the Atlantic when Ray Dinger gets that Red Bagnell Award. I guess I have to write a speech, don't I? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. I know your speech. I've seen you open for Conklin and uh, Big Daddy. Well, hopefully I'll do better. Which, by the way, I'm doing on March 25th. Oh, good we'll, for we'll, you. We'll get to that another week. Uh, and and last thing here before we go to the break, um, people ask us all the time, hey, is Tommy and me coming back? When do I get to see Tommy and me? Is it ever coming back? You got some news. This is this is so exciting. I am, re- I am really excited about that because we, we finally got the green light this very week. Um, and, yes, Tommy and me is indeed coming back. Uh, and I'm really excited because it's going to a new theater. Uh, it's going to the Bucks County Playhouse, which is a great, great theater with, it tre- is. with a tremendous history, beautiful setting up in New Hope, right on the Delaware River. Uh, and and, bringing, a, and a part of town where you haven't had the opportunity to do the show. So I think you're going to get a whole new fan yeah, base. Yeah, we've never had the show up in Bucks County. We've done it three times in Philadelphia. We did it last year in Wilmington. We did it once at the Media Theater out in Delco. We've never been to Bucks. Uh, so I know that's Eagles country up there. And people have often said, why don't you bring it up here? Well, we are. And uh, it, it we will open. It's right around the corner, April the 7th, and we will run 10 performances Whoa. to 10 performances through April the 17th. You got your team ready? You got you to have to hold training camp quick, two well, a we days. Got the same cast is coming back, so they, they, won't have to, they won't have to spend a whole lot of time in rehearsal. Uh, but April, we open April 7th. We run through April 17th, 10 performances, and tickets are now on sale. So if you go to the Bucks County Playhouse website and you'll see the Tommy and Me logo. You can click on it and you can order your tickets today. And we have some wonderful folks coming in to host the post-show Q&As. You've already volunteered to do it. Joe Conklin's going to do it. Uh, Sal Palantonio's going to do it. Mike Sealski's going to do it. So we're going to have some really good great. really good people and some really fun nights. Well, it's a great show. If you haven't seen it and you uh, in any way can get up to Bucks County, go see it. If you have, I don't even have to sell you. You'll probably go see it again. All right, 215-592-9494. Bill and Fred and Mike, stick around. We will get you guys coming up. Anybody else is invited to join. Tell us your story at noon today. Dave Poulin, one of the most popular flyers of all time. At 1125, we're going to talk to Sixers broadcaster Kate Scott. And this week's uh, Scheib Sports This Week in Philadelphia History is a, how do I want to say this? It's a bad moment for the Eagles but a brilliant moment in the history of Ray Didinger. <laughs> Can both things be true? Yeah, oh, sure. 215-592-9494. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.